welcome back to yet another episode of the Hugo Girls podcast. I'm Maddie. I'm Emma. And we're so excited to have you guys with us. This is our 11th episode um, of the series, which is just so insane. We're so thankful for all of you guys for supporting us. And it's seriously just been awesome watching the Hugo Girls community grow since September. So today is going to be our last episode of the Hugo Health series. And we're kind of doing it a little bit differently this time. So, so far we've covered mental health specifically in regards to like social media. And um, we've talked about the mind-body connection. We've talked a little bit about physical health and rehydrating your body. And today we're going to do a little bit of a different topic and talk about our social health. Because social health is very important. Um, For me, it's almost as important as mental health and physical health. Definitely. So we're just going to talk about that, especially for you guys who are in college or right out of college. But before we get going with that... Um, we're going to get started with our highs, lows, and what we're most excited for. You want to start? Yes. So um, starting off with my high, I got to go to New York this past weekend, which was amazing. Your pictures were insane. Yes. It was It was so fun. Um, it was definitely cold, um, a lot colder than it is here in South Carolina, but it was amazing. We were only there for like 48 hours, so it was a really quick trip, but we packed so much in. So. You guys did what? The Rockettes? We did the Rockettes. We did a Broadway show. We saw Aladdin. We went to Statue of Liberty, saw the World Trade Center. Uh, I can't even think Jonas of everything. Brothers concert. Jonas Brothers concert. Oh my goodness, how could I forget about that? Saw that in New York City. So it was just, it was a great weekend. Yeah, a good trip. Yeah. My high is that I'm actually sitting on Emma's bedroom floor and we're recording for you guys together, which in is so person. exciting in person. <laughs> we haven't recorded together. Um, in the same place, yeah. It's always been done virtually. So yes. I came and visited her at the University of South Carolina, which we've been talking about in previous episodes. But this was the weekend. I flew in on Friday night. She picked me up from the airport, and we've just been hanging out, been having a time. Clemson um, played USC yesterday. And destroyed us, it, but it's fun. Yes, but it was still a really fun game <laughs> so to go fun. to and just to hang out with people. So that's probably my high is just that Aww. I get to hang out with my best friend. I know, finally. I haven't seen her since we moved in in um, August. She was yeah. actually here the day I moved in. She helped me a little bit, and then it has been since then, which is crazy because we talk all the time, so mm-hmm. I feel like... I see you a lot, but it really has been, it's been a good few months. Yeah, it really has been. And now I'm spoiled. I get to see you in another, like, two weeks because yes. we'll do our little Christmas together. So exciting. But that's definitely my high. So what's your low? Not to bring it down, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, Madison here is done with school. I am done. I'm on break, guys. <laughs> my low would have to be that I am not done with school. So I still have one more week of class, and then after that, it's finals, which is honestly crazy that this semester has gone by so fast. Mm-hmm. It really hasn't felt too dragged out but um my low would just be that I have a lot of finals to study for coming up and that's just never fun you'll get it done though like you'll be productive yes yes I hope hope. (laughs) not much longer a week and a half you got it I know um I for my low I don't know I was trying so hard to come up with the low which I guess is a good problem to have definitely but for me it would be I just miss my friends from school like, yeah. I really like being home, and it's been awesome being with you and mm-hmm. being with my family, but I get very... I live in my sorority house, for you guys who don't know, and I've gotten so used to being around people all the time. All the time. So, <laughs> I literally... One of my best friends left, and I texted her the next morning, and I was like, oh, I was going to ask you to get breakfast, and, like, you're gone. Yeah. Like, you're not here. So, it's just weird. It's different, and I miss my friends from school, yeah. but... That's okay. I'll see them soon. I'm actually seeing one of my best friends, Maddie, when I I go to New York, which I'm going to New York in two weeks with my mom, and we're doing, like, a little girls' trip. So but fun. I'll get to see her then, and um, the rest of them are only five weeks away. So it'll work out. Five weeks. Five weeks. Your break's so long. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we have a seven-week break, which is kind of insane. We go back 
the week after New Year's. Yeah. That's when I go up back, but I still have two more weeks yeah. to go, so <laughs> whatever. So, what are you most excited for then, break? Um, honestly, yeah, <laughs> I'm very excited for break. I kind of feel the same way as that it will be weird not to see my school friends because that's who you spend all your time with in college, mm-hmm. and they're all from the north, and I live, like, 30 minutes away from college, so not a lot of them are close, but I'm just excited, honestly, to, like, um, be home with high school friends and just be yeah. on break and take a little break from take school. Take Yeah. I am similar in the sense where I'm excited to go home. I go home today after we record this podcast, actually. Um, my mom is meeting Emma's mom halfway and because she lives about two hours away from me. So I go back to Charleston today, which yes. I'm really excited about. I haven't seen my puppy since August. I haven't slept in my own bed and... I'm just super excited to be home and be able to do the little things like make coffee for myself in the morning mm-hmm. or hang out with my parents and my dog have and my your brother. Mom make you coffee. Yes, exactly. Mom have my mom breakfast. do my laundry. Yes. That's oh. a big one. But I'm just excited to go home. So yeah, that's kind of our highs, lows, what we're most excited for. And the way this episode's going to be set up is we're just going to talk to you guys a little bit about um, balancing a good social life and what a good social life means to us. And then going off of that, a lot of having a social life and having friends in college relates to roommates. So we kind of wanted to chit chat yes. with you guys about <laughs> our roommate situations, our tips and tricks, because living with anybody, regardless of how much you like them, is going to be a struggle at some point. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where we're going. So do you want to kick it off and talk about what you think a good social life is? Yeah, I honestly think that um, just being happy socially is really important, which is obviously a lot easier said than done. But being in college, it's really easy to get bogged down with everything you have to do and feeling like the assignments never end because they really don't. They like like to kick your butt. They like to give you a lot. But um, personally for me, I just designate especially weekends I like to have my weekends freed up to be social because Mm -hmm. that's what kind of rejuvenates me and keeps me um happy and motivated because then when I do have to go back to school I'm like oh I just had such a good weekend I got to spend a lot of time with friends so I try to set myself up during the week to not have so much to do over the weekend Mm -hmm. and then some weeks are slower than others and I still like hang out with people um during the week but once weekend comes around I'm just I'm just ready to hang out with people and see my friends and get some time to chill. So that's how I try to balance is freeing up my weekends the best I can by being productive during the week. Yeah. For me, I think that obviously college is really important if that's the path that you choose. And if you go to college, you're going for the academics, you're going to further your career. Mm -hmm. But it's also so much about growing as an individual and meeting new people. So to me, a good social life is like Emma said like having that balance Mm -hmm. and I do that I've talked about this on the podcast before but I do that by stacking my classes so I'll stack my classes Tuesday Wednesday Thursday so then Monday Friday I can use to get my life together like really get the ball rolling on assignments and free up my weekend so that when Friday night rolls around I can go and hang out with friends and like Emma was saying like some weeks are slower than others, so on a random Wednesday, I might be able to grab lunch with a friend, but it kind of just varies week to week, but I think that that's just kind of comes with the territory. You kind of have to figure out what works for you, mm-hmm. and for me, it is stacking my classes so that I can be productive during the core of my week and then be a little bit more loosey-goosey on the weekends, mm-hmm. um, but I just think that having a good work-life, school-life, social-life balance yeah. is so important, and that's just ultimately why we wanted to do this podcast yeah, for you guys Yeah, and college today. is such, it's literally the best time of your life, everyone it says. It is, yeah. And being here, I feel the same way. It's, it's, 
you don't have all the pressures of being an adult, but you still have the freedom to do everything an adult would do. And and you're still supported by your parents most of the time. Yes, you know, very nice. <laughs> it's like you're too. a baby adult. You are a baby adult. I love that. But <laughs> it's really nice because um, you just have so many opportunities to meet people and go out and have fun. And that honestly is so important. Obviously, you're here to get your degree. But if you're not spending any time with like the opportunities you have around you, I feel like you're just going to look back and regret it. And I just, I don't mm-hmm. let myself, um, at least for me, I don't let myself just seclude myself to my academics because there's so much more going on. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And I love that we're at this point in our life where exactly. we have so many friends around us. We get to live with some of our best friends. And then we also um, are working hard towards a degree that's mm-hmm. going to help us in the future. So Yeah, people say all the time, like, don't take it for granted because you're literally living with your best friends. And that mm-hmm. usually doesn't happen after college because then people move different places get or married. get married. Uh, like, it's scary. just crazy. And so really not to take it for granted and just to live your life and do what you can to balance it because – at the end of the day, you are here for school, but you're also here to advance your life in general and not mm-hmm. just your career. So you need to make those relationships, set those foundations for your friendships and just kind of go from there. And enjoy so it while it lasts. Enjoy it while it lasts. So yeah. So we came up with a couple tips for um, how to actually balance this social life. And I come up, I came up with some of these on my own, but also we used my college success story.com. So some of this is not our original ideas. We just kind of built off of their general tips. So I wanted to give them credit for that. But one of our first tips that we said was just to set realistic goals for yourself. So don't expect yourself to grind out a huge paper on Sunday night at the end of a weekend, really time block, make sure you're getting pieces done and, um, the key part of this is the realistic part of it. Yes. So <laughs> anyone all day, every day can set goals for themselves, but the, if they're not achievable and maintainable, then they're not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. So that was one of the things that I just wanted to put out there is like, don't expect yourself to get something done super late on a Sunday night. Instead, maybe like if you have a friend's birthday party on Saturday night, or if you're just going out on Saturday night or whatever it may be, and you know that you have this paper due on Monday, maybe start Wednesday and do a little bit Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, give yourself Saturday morning to work on it a little bit more and ultimately have it almost done Saturday night. So when you go out, you're not stressed about the paper and you can really put all of your time and energy into being with your friends and being yeah, present. Yeah, and being social for yeah. sure. Exactly. And I think that also goes into our other tip or another one of our tips Mm -hmm. that is learning to study effectively. It kind of goes along with the same thing of working on that paper that you have that's a really long paper and it's not realistic that you're going to get all 10 pages done Sunday night. And kind of the same thing with studying. It's I know a lot of people in college like to go for the all-nighters before exams and I really just don't think that that is Mm -mm. a very effective way to study because at that point you're stressed out because there's such a close deadline and you have so much to cover and realistically you're not going to be able to keep that all in your head or even get through all the material. It might end up taking way longer than you need to. And so So instead of going to that library for 10 hours, you know, the day before a test, I think it's a lot more um, effective and realistic to kind of break it up. And even right after a lesson, this is something I like to do for some of my harder classes, um, like right after a lesson, if I don't grasp it already, like literally study that day and understand it while it's fresh. And so you you're not starting or you're not setting yourself up to be behind if you study a little bit along the way which is obviously easier said than done and you have Mm -hmm. to have some self-discipline to do that but I found that that's 
it's really, really effective. Yeah. Um, I like what you said about self-discipline. I feel like that's really applicable to all of our tips and tricks that we're going to be talking to you guys mm -hmm. about, because at the end of the day, it is just how much you discipline yourself and how much you really want to get something done or how much you really care about something. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big, I like that. Yeah. Thank you. And I've obviously all that... Uh, or it kind of pertains to academics, mm -hmm. but that academic freedom that you're going to make for yourself is what's going to give you the social freedom that you're mm -hmm. wanting because you have to, um, obviously academics are the priority. So yeah. if you get that done effectively, if you self-discipline yourself, like you said, to mm -hmm. um, get those academic priorities straight, then you have all the time in the world. Yeah. Or not all the time in the world, but... But more time than you more would. More time yes, than yes. you would to... Enjoy the fun stuff, yeah. which is, you know, hang out with friends. Exactly. And you also mentioned prioritizing, which I think is just so important. And one big thing that I really had to learn going into college is that everyone has different priorities. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, my priorities are kind of... Like, I have different main categories, if you will, in my life. Number one is seeing me. Yes, basically. Priority number one. Yes. <laughs> no, but my priorities are, like, health in general. Be Well-being always comes first. Because if you're not healthy, if you're not in the right mental state, everything else is going to kind of go Crumble. away. Yes. yes. So that's always my first priority. So that's getting enough sleep, making sure I'm okay mentally, making sure I am having that time for myself. And then after that is the academics. So that's studying, putting... But my putting first my best foot and just really trying to get everything done. But again, if I'm not in a good mental state and mm -hmm. I'm not well in terms of that, then I'm not going to be able to effectively study. Mm -hmm. So then that's why academics comes second. And then third is the social life. So once I get all my academics done, I can go out with friends. I can afford to go out on a Friday night to spend time with friends, to go to a dinner, even just to go to a concert, that kind of thing. And I think that the hardest thing for me was that since everyone has different priorities, sometimes it's easy to say, oh, well, why didn't you do this tonight? That's and someone's true. like, oh, I have this paper due on Monday. And you're like, yeah, well, like you could have done it this week. Like we've had these plans. Well, for some people, and I have a friend like this and everyone's very different, but I have a friend at school where everything is strictly academics mm -hmm. for her. And it's like academics, academics, academics. Like if she gets below an A on something she freaks out and that's just for her because she's paying her way through college. Like, she's first generation to go to college. Like, college is very academically focused for her, yeah. which, of course, it is for me, too. But I, in my mind, I think it's important to have that balance. And for her, it's like, no, I'm here only for school. Yeah. And so sometimes it is easy for me to get frustrated with her and say, well, why can't you just go out for one night? Why can't you just come have dinner with me? Can we not just get brunch on this Friday morning or whatever? And she'll be like, no, I have to write this paper. And I'm like, on a Friday morning at 8 a.m.? Yeah, like... And you just have to really take into account it's not a personal thing. It's, it's just not. they have different priorities than Definitely. you. And everyone has different priorities. And that's great for her that she's so actively motivated. Exactly, and yeah. can't be judgmental of that because mm -hmm. in the end, like, she's popping off with her grades. Yeah, probably. she really is. So she's probably getting all those A's and everything that we obviously all want. But um, I definitely have a friend like that, too, that it's um, basically A's or... A's are nothing, and obviously A's are always the goal, but it's one of those things where she's so focused that sometimes I'm like, oh, like, just come have fun with us one night, or yeah. like, hey, like, we're doing this, I would love for you to come, and it's usually like, no, I have to do this, but it's like, I support her just how mm -hmm. you support your friend, and you just have to understand um, that... Everyone's here for different reasons. Everyone's here for different reasons. At the reasons. end of the day. Yeah. And kind of going off of that, and this is just a personal tip, if you will, so you can kind of take this with a grain of salt... Um, for me, one of my tips that I try to live by is to not sweat the small stuff. 
So if you study, guys, I studied for probably 30 hours for this one exam. Oh, it was an goodness. accounting exam. Love this story. I got a 55 on the exam. And I spent <laughs> I, I spent more <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> I spent more time and put in more effort into this one exam than I did any of my other exams. Mm-hmm. And I the end of the day like I didn't pass it and I couldn't figure out why I was all freaked out about it there were some tears shed it was just not a good deal yeah that's just so that's like so disheartening yeah because you're like like, I put so much time and effort into this but then at the end of the day I sat down I was like okay I didn't pass with an A but I passed the class Mm -hmm. I'm in the top percentile like for the grades in that class so like I'm doing better than average I'm doing my best (laughs) yeah I tried I did my best it's not like I walked in there hadn't studied a like second and got a 55 well your grades reflect even though that either were struggling they're low yeah but they They still reflect it yes and at the end of the day just because I failed one final exam it's going to bring down my GPA for a second, but it's not going to wreck me. Like, it's one class, sophomore Your year. Your career's not over. My career's <laughs> not over. So that's what I mean when I say don't sweat the small stuff. And, like, that goes in for academics, but that's also applicable to your social life. So if there's a night where you want to go out with your friends and you end up not being able to because something comes up Mm -hmm. and you feel so bad about it, like, don't sweat it. There's Mm going to be tons of other nights that you can go out with your friends, tons of other nights that you can hang out with them. And then on the contrary, if there's a night where you're not planning on going out with your friends and you end up going out with your friends and maybe you weren't as productive as you wanted to be, don't sweat it. You'll you'll get it done eventually. Like, Mm -hmm. you're going to get it done. And at the end of the day, it's just important to remember it's college. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a learning experience. And you're going to be doing great things. you got to look out for yourself, though. You just got to do what's best for you first. Yeah, for sure. And then the last step that we had was just forgetting FOMO, which is um, so much easier said than (laughs) done because I, of course, um, have my fair share of cases of FOMO. FOMO. But that kind of goes back to what you are saying of not sweating it. And if you know that you have to get something done, you're going to feel so much better when you do get that done. And just because you can't go out to your friend's place or whatever the potential plans were for the night, it's hard to see, you know, your friends together and you're not being able to be there. But you have to think that you're, like I just said, you're looking out for yourself and you are going to be so much happier when you get that assignment done or Mm -hmm. you stay and you grind out that paper or do really good on the test that you spent that time studying for. And college, that's just so natural to happen. Yeah. It happens all the time. It happens so much more in college yeah. than in high school. Yeah. Because everyone has different classes, everyone has different majors, mm-hmm. and things going on, so. Well, so not everyone's in, like, ELA and then exactly. U.S. history. You yeah. Know? So your your schedule, your academic schedule is going to look so much different than other people's, and you just have to understand that sometimes, like, that, that academic assignment is important, and it's more important than hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Which isn't a super fun realization, but... No, it's definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta... You'll thank yourself in the end, for sure. Well, and the thing with that is I think it's easier said than done to be like, okay, I'm gonna stay in tonight, I'm gonna grind out this paper, I'm gonna study for this exam, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, but then you end up looking at your phone and you see on someone's Snapchat story, like, oh, they're out, they look like they're having so much fun, oh, I yeah. wish that I was there... Like, do they miss me? Do they care that I'm not there? Whatever it may be. So my tip for that is just put your phone away. Like, one, you're going to be more productive. And two, it's not going to help you mentally to sit there and see people's stories of, like, what you would have been doing. Yes. So it's better to just put your phone away. At the end of the night, if your roommates come back, if your friends come back, whatever, be like, hey, how was your night? It's going to feel a lot better to hear about how the night went when you're with your friends than see it when you're alone in your bedroom trying to study for an exam. Yes, yes. So... Yeah, so that kind of transitions us into 
Roomies. Roomies. Yes, we got so, all of them. So, do you just want to kind of talk about your roommate situation first, and then I'll dive into mine. We can talk about last year and this year. We have some experience living with roommates. Yes, so last year I had a room and then a bathroom connecting. So it was my own room, a bathroom connecting, and then my roommate Reagan on the other side. So we weren't in the same exact room, but we both shared a bathroom and had our own tiny little room. And when I say tiny, I mean... Pretty tiny. (laughs) It was definitely small because we didn't have a living room or anything. It was literally just a room with a bed and then our desk and a mini fridge, which was, you know, nice. But um, I haven't in college actually lived in the same room with someone, which honestly has been really good for me and just how my personality is. Is that I'm super social, but I think it's been nice not to call you out no, because that's you're how good. because that's how your roommate situation has I'll been. I'll talk to you guys about my roommate situation. Yeah, later. but I've just <laughs> I really have enjoyed um, having my own room last year and my roommate she was actually she wasn't a random roommate, but we found each other online. So we picked each other, but I didn't know her before. And now we're, like, very best friends, and we live together again this year. Um, so this year we're in an apartment. It's really nice. It's four roommates, so me and three other girls. And it's Reagan, who I room with last year, and then two girls who are roommates last year. And we all have our own room. Um, so we have a living room, a kitchen, and then we all have our four separate bedrooms Which and I'm two so bathrooms. Jealous. And it's so jealous it's very of nice. You. I love my apartment. I'm very thankful. I'm <laughs> I'm mad about my living situation this year. Not because um of anything regarding my roommates. I actually love my roommates this year. My living situation this year is just less than ideal. So last year to put it in perspective, I lived in the dorm. I did the normal double dorm deal. Um it was me and my roommate Amanda. She was also, we met online, wasn't mm-hmm. random, but we had never met each other. She's from the Northeast, and um, we just shared a room together. We had our two separate beds, but then we made it really homey. Like, we had floor-to-ceiling windows because we lived in the part of the dorm that was, um, the ceiling went up eight extra feet, so we had eight extra feet of ceiling space, which it was, was really nice. It was honestly nice. so pretty. It I was loved so your pretty. Dorm room. Mountain View, we faced westward. It was just, it was really great. And very while cozy. Very cozy. We had our little, like, kitchen set up where we didn't ha- actually have a kitchen, but we had our Keurig, our microwave, our mini fridge, and it really did just feel homey to me. We weren't um, the best of best friends, but we were definitely friends. Like, we knew what was going on in each other's lives. We talked all the time. Um, We're in different sororities, but I still talk to her this year. And it was honestly just a really good rooming situation for me for my freshman year. Um, This year, I live in the sorority house. And the way that works is you walk in. It's a living space and then two rooms on either side of the living space. But there are no doorways. I mean, there's doorways, not doors, doors, going into the two separate bedrooms. And there's concept. Very open concept, (laughs) if you will. Um, And yeah. (laughs) And it's me and my roommate Victoria are on one side. And then we have two other suite mates, which I technically consider my roommates because, like I said, no privacy, no doors. And that's um, my two friends, Sophia and Maddie. And these rooms are just tiny like I can lay in my bed and stick my arm out and touch Victoria's bed (laughs) and it's just a lot we face a brick wall it's very dark in our room it's just three other girls and I like living in the same space that's absolutely tiny it gets really dirty all the time and that's so much to maintain it's, it's a lot and it sucks because I'm really close with all three of them and it's really great but Sometimes you just want your own space and you don't even have that um, just because there aren't even doors. So I'll be on the phone with someone and someone will walk in and all three of my roommates will hear who I'm on the phone with, you know, because there are no doors. So I've never lived by myself, like in my own space so far in college. 
Next year, I am getting an apartment with one of my best friends, and we're actually signing the lease for the summer, so I'll be here over the summer, and then I'll go abroad and sublet, and then come back and live with my best friend, Chloe. And we're looking at apartments now. We'll have our own space, but she will be my roommate. So I'm looking forward to that, to having yes. a kitchen again and all that jazz. But I have... In I your have own room. My own room, yeah. Oh, big girl. <laughs> now I'm growing up. <laughs> but I am excited to just not share a physical living space with somebody. Yeah, that's going to be so um, nice. But yeah, so we just kind of wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that, give you our background Um we're not necessarily super qualified to talk about it, but we have lived through it. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of wanted to give you guys some tips and tricks. Two years of experience. Yes, on how we deal with living with a roommate. So my first thing that I kind of wanted to start out with is like how you chose your roommate and slash how you're choosing your roommate, whether that be your freshman year of college, whether that be um, after that, if you're living in the city over the summer, if you're whatever it may be, just kind of how you chose your roommate. So, Emma, do you want to go into how you found Reagan? Yeah, so there was actually a Facebook group. I'm in the Honors College here, so there was a Facebook group for the people that have been admitted into the Honors College, and you just posted a little bit about yourself. So, mine was like, hi guys, I'm Emma, you know, I'm from here, my major's this, and these are a few things that I enjoy. And then different girls would comment on it if they maybe thought that you seemed similar or it could be compatible, either just reaching out to make some friends or to maybe find potential roommates and I knew that coming into college I didn't want to room with someone from high school and I love my high school friends but I am about 30 minutes from home about 40 minutes from my high school so I'm very close to Mm -hmm. the life that I lived all throughout me growing up and so I knew that I didn't want to repeat that experience with someone that I already knew just because I was so close to home and a lot of my high school friends do go here that I knew I just wanted to reach out and start a new experience for myself because I, of course, could have lived with my high school friends, but then I felt like I would just still been in high school because so many of them are here anyway. So Reagan actually, um, I always joke with her about this, but she actually um, DM'd me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She slid into my DMs and was like, hey girl, like you seem (laughs) nice. Like, would you maybe want to think about rooming? And we just like talked a little bit and then down the road we ended up we wanted to room but I'm always like ooh you slid into my DMs girl but um, <laughs> it's crazy because we really just like we felt like we would match online yeah but you really really never know you until know. you get there because some people unfortunately have really bad experiences they think someone's gonna be like super cool and then they're either like extremely messy or rude or Guys, you hear the roommate horror stories profiles. Yeah. yeah you have to be careful I was kind of a similar situation where I um, found my roommate online, same type of thing, DU had a portal, and then I actually DM'd her because I was looking at her on Instagram, and I was like, hey, um, just wanted to get to know you, whatever, and she wasn't even sure that she was going to Denver 100% Mm -hmm. yet. She hadn't committed, but she was like, if I do, let's room together, and I was like, sweet, it worked out, thank goodness, Um, and then this year, my roommates and I, Victoria, my actual roommate who I share a physical room with, We knew each other from last year. We actually hiked our first 14er together, which are the 14,000 feet mountains in Colorado. Pretty thick. And yeah, (laughs) which is kind of a big accomplishment if you're not from Colorado, even if you are from Colorado. Mm -hmm. But um, so that was just something that we kind of bonded over. We got to know each other a little bit better. And then our other two sweet mates were randomly assigned to us, but it worked out and it's, it's good. But my biggest tip with trying to find your roommate, if someone seems cool, if someone seems like they'd be your best friend, sweet, that's awesome for you. Know that you're, if you're sharing an individual space with someone like I am with Victoria or like I was with my roommate last year, know what time they wake up and go to bed and know how messy they are. 
Yes. Because if you have a roommate who, I'm a morning person, I get up at 6.30, 7 o'clock each morning, Emma's not a morning person, we could never live together in the same space. No, nope. just I'd would be not like, work. girl, go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> the sun's um, not up. <laughs> I'm just that way. I like to get up, get my day started. I'll go to yoga. I'll have a morning for myself. Um, I always have 8 a.m. classes just because I like getting my classes done early. And then, on the contrary, I go to sleep by 11, 11.30 each night. If not sleeping, I'm in bed listening to a podcast, watching a YouTube video, reading a book, whatever that may look like for me. I'm in bed and I want it to be a calm environment at 11.30 at night. Like, that's not to say that I'm like that on the weekends. That's just during the school week. But... If I have someone who likes to wake up at 10.30 each day and is up until 1 o'clock at night, it's going to be really hard for me yeah, to be sleep productive. sleep schedules are honestly the so, most important. It, I think that that is my number one tip is, like, mm-hmm. you really need to know someone's sleep schedule. I have to agree. Yeah, and then the other thing is how messy they are. So if you know yourself and you know that you're going to be a clean freak, that you don't like anything anywhere, if you don't like people borrowing your stuff, sharing your stuff, whatever, Mm -hmm. this is all important things to note on your roommate profile or when you're looking for a roommate Mm -hmm. or... And just to be transparent about, because if you lie about it, then you find someone that you're rooming with that you might end up not being super compatible Mm -hmm. with. And other people, no one wants to say that they're messy, but you could always say like, oh, I... You know, I don't have to have the most neat space or... Yeah. Well, a messy is kind of a, like, arbitrarily assigned word, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, messy like, is definitely... It has negative connotation, but you could just be like, oh, I don't care if it's spotless all the time, mm-hmm. um, and maybe try to find someone that you would vibe with more in that aspect, and then if you really, really care about it being clean, it's important that people know that, so you can really find someone that is gonna, gonna mesh with you, and you guys um, won't get into little petty arguments over things exactly. that are just a personality difference. Yeah, and I think that that second one is applicable for when you're living with somebody in the same space or when you're doing what Emma's doing and you're living in an apartment together because then you still you still share common spaces or bathrooms or kitchens mm-hmm. or whatever. And so it is important to note like are you going to be leaving your dishes in the sink for days on end or are you going to be able to vacuum every once in a while? Whatever that looks like, it's nice to say that ahead of time so it's not when you're moving in and they leave their dishes in the sink for over a week and you're like, hey, can you clean that up? And you're like, well, it doesn't bother me. Like, it, it's one of those things. So yeah. you have to kind of know. Definitely. And especially when you have your own room, you can kind of, like, if I was super messy, which I'm not super messy, I'm pretty Mm-mm. clean, but if I wanted to have, you know, it looked like a tornado and a bomb went off in my room, if it's my own room, then that's not a big deal. But if you're living with other people, you just have to be so conscious of their space and respecting them and what they like. So it's all all about compromise and finding that, you know, balance. That, yeah. That word that we the love balance. to use. Yes. yes. That's going to be definitely in the title of this week's episode, balance. Yes. Um, so another thing that I kind of just wanted to talk about is don't expect your roommate to be your best friend. If you're going in, especially freshman year, it worked out for Emma. Like Emma's roommate freshman year was her best friend. I think that for me personally, it would have been hard to share an immediate space with your best friend, mm-hmm. like living in the same room. And I went into college kind of thinking, oh, we're going to be best friends. Like we're going to do everything together. And I think she felt the same way. And after a while, you just get tired of each other. Like you need other people to talk to, because if you think about it, if you have classes with this person, if you're in the same sorority as this person, whatever it may be, you're going to get tired of them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just want to talk to someone else. Sometimes you just want to have time by yourself. And if they also live with you, it can be really overwhelming. It can. And I honestly, that's a really good point because I think you and Amanda did a good job of you guys would get together and you would talk at night, but you had different friend groups. Exactly. And honestly, I mean, it's easy for me to say that 
me and Reagan were best friends, but we did have different rooms, and mm-hmm. I think that honestly helped a lot with just, like, we're not getting tired of each other all the time because we sleep in our own space. We can, like, I could have someone in my room, and she's not always there. Yeah. And I think that you and Amanda, honestly, even though you guys weren't, like, best, best friends forever, you know, like, yeah. sometimes you want to find, it might have been for the best, just yeah. because you have different groups, and you guys were still friends, and you guys were still compatible in ways. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, is, like, our sleep schedules were the same. Our friend groups were different, so we weren't always around each other. Mm-hmm. We were in different sororities, but we still came back at the end of the day and would talk about our days. Like, I knew a lot going on in her life. Like, we'd talk. We would do things together. Sometimes we'd go out together. We'd go get dinner or whatever it may be, but it wasn't like I was always with her. Yeah, and, and that's, honestly a, that's honestly a nice situation you had. Yeah, so, and that's kind of how it is this year, too, with my roommate, Victoria. Um, same type of deal, because I knew going into it, it wasn't someone that I wanted to be best, best friends with, but it's someone that I love. Like, I love being around her. I love her personality. I think she's we just really have fun. Fr- different friend we just have different stuff, friend groups. Which yeah. is totally cool. So, it's really good. Yes. I, I think that's a great thing to know, is to not be disappointed that, you know, your roommate's not going to be the what's it called? The, um, the bridesmaid at your wedding. Yeah, or yeah. your... I was going to say best man, and then I just realized that was not what I was going for. No. Sorry. Uh, the man I mean, maybe, maybe if there's a guy listening to this, maybe he would. Yeah, I mean, man. you never know. Sorry. Sorry to make that assumption. But I was like, you know, if she's going to be, like, your best man at your wedding, I was like, best man. You're like, maybe That's, not. like, not really what oh I was going goodness. for there. But, um, yeah, it's, she might not be the bridesmaid at your wedding, but it's you can still have a great college experience with them, and... It's good, honestly, to share someone that is having a different college experience because you're not up each other's butt the whole time. Exactly. Well, and also it, it's nice to have roommates who have different majors than you or mm-hmm. have different friend groups or whatever. It gives you something to talk about. Kind of like if you're in a relationship and you're talking to someone 24-7 and then you you see each other in person and you're like, I don't know what to talk about with you because we're always texting. Like, you know that middle yeah. school relationship. Yeah. It's kind of like that where it's like when you have different things to talk about but you still have a couple things in common, it really just helps your friendship and helps you guys live together and Mm -hmm. I just think that I don't know it's kind of and you respect each other yeah in each other's spaces exactly very good so another thing that we kind of wanted to talk about was just everyone has a different personality yes and this is a big one there are big personalities (laughs) there are small personalities there are complicated complicated personalities (laughs) um so don't get mad at someone just because their personality is different than yours And I think it's important to note how they are. Everyone has little quirks and kinks about Mm -hmm. them, and you'll figure that out when you live with them. But you kind of just have to take that into account. Yeah, and this goes back to the thing I think you were saying about how your friend who, and one of my roommates is like this too, she's very apt about studying all the time, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't go out as as much as the rest of us just because Mm -hmm. it's like study, study, study. And, like, it's not fair for me to get mad at her because she doesn't want to do something because I know that it's not that she doesn't like me she no, doesn't want to hang out but she just like is really really apt about making an A on everything and studying when she gets a chance and like literally preparing herself the best that she can and honestly good for her because I don't have that much of a work ethic but you I can't get mad at her because that really is just a personality it's difference mm-hmm. that is a priority difference and people are just going to be different than you and you have to realize that not everything is a personal offense not everything is done with spite behind it things are just people are just different and you have to accept you just have to accept that Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah my thing is of my three roommates all of us have such 
polar opposite personalities, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Like, it's like you took the foremost different people and put them in a room together. And somehow it works. Like, I have, so, like I said, I have one direct roommate and then two suite mates, but essentially they're roommates. My actual roommate is a psych major. She spends every second of every day in the library and spends every second of every day on the weekend doing something fun. That's how she lives her life, and, like, I respect that balance for her. My other suite mate, um, she works at a boutique. She's a YouTuber. I actually had her on the podcast, Sophia Berry, if you want to go check out one of our earlier episodes. Yeah, a little self-plug. But um, we're just very different in a lot of ways where she lives very close to home. Her boyfriend goes to school here and she works at nine to five. She'll literally she's the biggest little hustler I've ever met. Like she will wake up and go to work from nine to twelve and then she'll have class from twelve to four and then she'll come back and do stuff for our sorority and then she'll go to the library and like work out and study and whatever Mm -hmm. so she's just very different in that regard and then my fourth roommate is um one of my closest friends I would say and she we're also just very different she is a boyfriend who goes to a school nearby she's a different major than I am we have different study techniques she likes to study in our room I like to study at a coffee shop or at the library but all those little things kind of start to overlap so like I was saying Um, she likes to study in the room. Well, Sophia and I both like to study in coffee shops and Victoria likes to study in the library. So it's never like we're all on top of each Mm -hmm. other. And so it is those personality differences, those priority differences, even those little differences in like what you like to do in your downtime that make it work because Mm -hmm. you're not stepping on each other's toes so much, you know? And I definitely, for me, just looking at something that has to do with my personality is that a lot of times when I come home from class, like, I don't want to hang out with someone right away. I just like to come in my room, shut the door, mm-hmm. chill, and I think, think that's why it's worked so well that I have had my own room the past two years. But I just come in, and I'll watch YouTube. Sometimes I'll literally just, like, lay there and enjoy just the yeah. peace and quiet and being by myself. And sometimes I feel like my roommates, because they'll, like, all be hanging out in the living room, and sometimes you just like I just need my space and then I'll go out there when you know I've chilled for a little bit but I think that's just a personality difference for me and it's like it wouldn't be fair for them to be like and and they don't do this they're fabulous roommates I love them all but you know roommates as well yeah but (laughs) it might might be easy to be like oh like why isn't Emma out here right now like I know she's home and of course at night it's different I'm always like out there at night but like at four o'clock in the afternoon like Mm -hmm. I'm just after class like I'm just taking my own time to chill and it's like that's something that I enjoy doing and even if they're out there like I'll see them later we hang out all the time but um that's just my personality. Yeah. And some people are like that. Just yeah. They like to take their time to chill and not be around people 24-7. And some people are... I mean, I would say I'm a social butterfly, but my butterfly needs to... Uh, Sleep. My <laughs> butterfly needs to go in the cocoon, which doesn't make sense in terms of science. <laughs> that analogy we get the analogy. You get the analogy. The, yeah. And the butterfly has to take a little uh, rest sometimes <laughs> from flying yeah. so hard. So that kind of just sums up the biggest tips, but something else I kind of wanted to talk about, especially with roommates, and I think this is applicable to friends or roommates or whatever it may be, don't take things so personally. Yes. Because nine times out of ten, if someone snaps at you, they're just having a bad day. It's not something you did. Mm -hmm. If someone goes out without you, it's not because they're trying to leave you out. It's just because they are with other people. They were preoccupied. If someone cancels on you because they forgot that they have something going on, Like, they're not doing it intentionally. Sometimes 
I mean, college is a busy time. You always have stuff going on. Everyone has very different schedules. Everyone has very different things in their life. Some people might have a boyfriend. Some people might have parents that live nearby. Some people might have Greek life or whatever it may be. So just keep that in mind and don't take things so personally. And people do have bad days. Yeah. I know that, um, I, this is probably a week ago, but we had a little, like, a small little roommate tiff because one of my roommates got kind of aggravated with something and kind of, um, I actually wasn't here when it happened. <laughs> when it happened, it seemed so dramatic, but she, like, made a comment to one of my roommates that, like, my other roommate didn't really like, and then we all got together and but the other roommate ended up this is so complicated but she basically ended up realizing she was like oh my gosh guys I'm so sorry like I've just had a bad day but she like made a comment about something she realized that was like that was probably unnecessary to be yeah. and literally like 10 minutes later she like came out of her room she's like guys I'm like so sorry like yeah it, and it really wasn't anything that was a big deal but being like being like I just had such a stressful week and such a busy day and like I just got aggravated so fast and, like that wasn't fair to you but it's like people aren't perfect mm-hmm. and like you said you just can't take things personally because for the same fact that people really aren't gonna be perfect people they're not gonna be perfect roommates and not everything a lot of things aren't done out of spite. Most things no. aren't done out of spite. It's just people living their lives, people maybe getting in a little mood. Like, I have my moods. Everyone has their Everyone moods. Has Everyone their has their, moods. their bad days. Everyone has their good days. Like, you just kind of have to roll with the punches. And yeah. I don't know. Like you said, yeah. don't take it so personally. And my roommates are my best friends, but I'm, I've probably had a little, like, a little moment of tension with all of them over yeah. the past year because we spend so much time well, you together. you live with them. And you it just happens. Like, you make a little anyone. snappy comment and then they make a little snappy comment back and then you're like, wait, I love you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, and that's the other <laughs> thing. Talk through it. Yes. Like, talk things out. I think out. we're really good about doing that as yeah. roommates because the problems that we have are literally so small and not really, um, not really anything that's an actual issue that prevents me from living with them and being happy. Definitely not. But, like, when we do have a little bit, like, when we have a little moment of tension... I mean, if it's not in the next 10 minutes, at least the next day, we all talk about it. And I really mm-hmm. appreciate that my roommates are willing to verbalize how they're feeling and I'm willing to verbalize how I'm feeling, which is kind of a hard thing to learn sometimes because you don't want to be it awkward. And it's, and it's one of your best friends, so it's awkward to talk about problems because you just, like, don't like that there's you problems. You don't want there to be problems, yeah. yeah. But you have to address the tension that happened and that little snappy comment that happened. And I would be like, hey, or you know, maybe Reagan would say to me, like, hey, you know, what, I, I'm sorry for doing that, or, like, hey, like, what was that about? Like, I could tell that you were upset, vice versa, whether she's upset uh, with something I said or I'm upset with something she said. Um, you just, you have to talk about those yeah. things, and it really has barely, barely happened, but you don't want anything to build on each other because... Well, I was just going to yeah. say that, yeah. If you, if you don't talk about it, then it's going to start to build up. And the biggest thing for me is that if someone makes a snappy comment, like, I don't know, whatever, they make a snappy comment to me and then I don't address it. And I'm like, Hey, like, what was that about? Like, are Mm -hmm. you good? And then they make another snappy comment. I'm like, Oh goodness. Did I do something? If it's like about the same thing. Yeah. And then the next time, if they have another bad day and they make a snappy comment, I'm like, Oh God, well now she hates me. Like, that's great. And just aggravation builds up. Yeah. She could just be having a bad day. And so I think it's really important to have that open dialogue Mm -hmm. and to really put into words what you're feeling and why you're feeling that way. Exactly. Because communication is key. Definitely. So I think that kind of wraps up the podcast. I know. It's December, guys. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. It is December. I looked at your computer, and it said December 1st. And I was like, wait, why is your day wrong? And I was like, wait, that's oh my literally gosh. right. That's crazy. We yeah. can play Christmas music. 
I know. We'll have to have a jam sesh. I know. It's, <laughs> it is weird now because <laughs> before Thanksgiving when people think, play, like, all I want for Christmas, everyone's like, like, stop. Everyone's like, shut up. But now, <laughs> now it's in full swing. Exactly. Okay, guys. Well, that also concludes our Hookah Health series. Yay. Yay. More applause sound effects. Yes. <laughs> so we are so grateful for you guys for following along with us on this series. Let us know on Instagram if you like series, if you just want us to kind of do random miscellaneous episodes again our instagram is at hygge girls podcast so that's h-y-g-g-e girls podcast <laughs> um and then our personal instagrams are really easy at emma underscore roof and at maddie underscore bear so if you oh, want to give us a my follow first. yes oh, i love you what a <laughs> so yeah that concludes the episode you guys um if you liked it make sure to give us a review and we will talk to you guys next monday yeah thank you for listening thanks for listening bye guys bye